Hello and welcome to the Orville Rodberry's podcast where we talk about the latest news and reviews, give our opinions, and make predictions. Across from me is Connor. Say hi. Hi, I'm Connor. I'm Dan. I'm Evan. And I'm Quinn. And, and this we're is the Orville Roddenberry's. <laughs> Today's weird. show, we're going we're to the, talk we're about the Orville Roddenberry's. Yeah, yeah. Those two are the Orville Roddenberry's. And we are the Orville Roddenberry's podcast. No, not podcasts. It's Orville Roddenberry's. Podcast isn't in the fucking name. So, guys, we got three things I want to talk about if we have time for all three. What? One of them is the first episode of Picard. What is the name of the episode? Pickard? Coronation Street. Coronation Street. What was it actually called? Coronation Street. Remembrance? Remembrance, Remembrance I believe. I think so. Fascination Street? Someone write, cannot, write that down. Write I down. cannot remember. The second episode, um, or the second thing we might talk about is Boulevard of Broken Dreams. It's about the Obi-Wan show, guys. We've got bad news. Stay with us. Oh, I didn't hear. let you know. I yeah, didn't hear. You can hear about the bad news. You will. It's going to be news then, to me. <laughs> recently, they posted about some of the really cool special effects of how they shoot the Mandalorian. I'm like, wow, this is the future, I think. Yeah. So let's get it started. Picard, first episode, Remembrance. What do we think, guys? It was the pilot of a new age. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. Evan? I enjoyed it. Tell us, tell us more. I don't like it was. It was good. It wasn't bad. It just it felt like it was. I don't know. Trying too hard. I, like it felt like it was trying to be very like Hollywood, very like stereotypical like action sci fi. I don't know. I think I know what energy you're talking about, and I I, I remember thinking it doesn't feel like Star Trek. Exactly. But there's enough separation of time and setting that I think it's okay. I know why it didn't feel like Star Trek. I remember halfway through the episode going, like, wherever they were at the Daystrom Institute going, this doesn't look like Star Trek because of the clothes. They were all wearing civilian clothes the entire time. That was odd. Yeah. And they were not in space. That was the Yeah, other they thing. weren't in space. They were on Earth. Just They were at school, basically. <laughs> they didn't have, like, um, as much technological assistance. Like, they couldn't beam out of a tough situation. Yeah. But not really because they showed people, like, beaming in and out of, like, combat scenes and shit, which was... Yeah. But I... Th- well, they did, but Picard didn't. That's true, yeah. Yeah, it's um, I, I, to me, it actually felt like a like a, like at least part of a good Star Trek movie. And there haven't been for quite a while. There haven't been many good Star Trek movies. Well, and actually, I'm, I'm forgetting about the J.J. Abrams stuff right now, but I'm just thinking, yeah, I'm kind of continuing on from where Nemesis left off. I, you know, uh, the Next Generation movies, for the most part, were just a mess, in my opinion. I, you know, First Contact, I really liked, but that was about it. Uh, I thought this sounded, I thought this seemed like a, um, it just seemed like, it felt like a good, a good movie. Yeah, I like the it. Yeah, like it's like the v, Jesus, the very beginning of a movie before the shit hits the fan. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I think that's what my problem was. It felt like the first like act of of a movie. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't. And it wasn't bad. It's so just you're saying like it, it felt like the pilot episode. Exactly. Yeah, it just like it felt like overproduced, like a movie. Exactly. 
So, yeah. which isn't a bad thing. I just, I don't know. I, He's like, it felt like they didn't leave the Shire yet. I, I mean, yeah. we haven't had like episodic Star Trek really since um, Discovery Enter- Season 2. Enterprise? Yeah, Enter- I would say Enterprise, actually. Discovery Season 2. Discovery? No, no, that was one big story the whole season. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's what I thought you meant by episodic. I'm done. I mean, however. the opposite of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of serial. Yeah, that, you're, you're right. That's actually one of the things that I like about the Orville was it definitely has that feel. Dude, I feel so excited to be talking about Star Trek again. Oh, I know. <laughs> I remember thinking, watching that, going, man, it's Star Trek right now. I don't have to worry about Star Wars. Like, it's nice to have some Orville news, but like, there isn't any. We don't really, yeah. Yeah. So it's nice to be like, okay, we're back in our, you know, in our comfort zone talking about Star Trek. We jumped the gun on our podcast name, didn't we? Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It needs to get reviewed or renewed, you guys, and it is right. That, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it just so feels like it's been a minute. Seth MacFarlane did a deal. He's no longer with Fox. He's with uh, Disney Plus. No, Hulu. Uh, but then pe- there was NBC. oh yeah, it was no, Hulu. no, no this yes. is- Hulu picked up uh, the Orville, so yeah. the Orville is going to be on Hulu. But Seth MacFarlane is working with was it CBS? Who's no, NBC. 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 Yeah, he's working with them. And Hulu uh, had an article recently was talking about a few of the shows that they have and uh, the Orville was one of them. And they're saying that like, depending on how season three goes like this, that's the test season to see if people really like it or if they don't. And they, depending on the crowd reaction, they might do a season four or five, however, you know, however. Ten. Yeah. Interestingly, uh, NBC was the original home for Star Trek. Oh, nice. The old series. I don't think um, the NPC versus Fox thing is going to affect the Orville much. Other no. than Seth MacFarlane is going to drive a little bit of a nicer car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. won't affect my life at all. But back to Picard. Um, Evan, you... Okay, yeah, it felt like a pilot. Not a lot of meat, but I'm like, hey, that's what it is. We got to meet the characters, learn the main character's motivation. What I love to like beat the whole hero story, epic storyline <laughs> thing again... I loved uh, Picard's line, I haven't been living, I'm waiting to die. That was the, something's wrong, and now I need to go change my character in this story, or in this journey. Yeah. yeah. And that was the big hero's journey. That was the, I have to become a Jedi. I have to destroy this ring, stuff like that. Get busy living or get busy dying. I just felt pretty like generic old man line. Getting too old for this shit type of thing, but certain are certain um yeah struggles or certain adventures just make sense with certain stages of development. So like in in Star Trek, um, in the old movies, like one of the uh, the the big themes going on. I mean, it was um it, it was the aging kind of thing and mm. not being in the right position anymore. Uh, you know, in the Wrath of Khan. Uh, and I promise I won't go on about this forever because I could. <laughs> but in the Wrath of Khan, you know, obviously, you know, Khan's the big antagonist and all of that. But really, like, the whole story is about how, like, all of this stuff from Kirk's history catching up with him. You, you know, with Khan, who he had marooned on the planet, his son that he didn't even know. Uh, you know, all of this stuff and his, his cheating on, on the Kobayashi Maru and having to really face this and, and, and all of this. And... Spock was kept like telling him throughout the throughout the uh, the movie, and he even you know he, Kirk even talks at the end about how Spock was trying to tell me something this this whole time with the gift he gave him and all of this, and it was all about how 
um, you know, he needed, he shouldn't be an admiral. He shouldn't be like retiring. He shouldn't be like higher up. He needs to be on a starship out doing stuff because that's the only thing he's good at and he's damn good at it. Mm. So I think, I think the Picard thing yeah. was kind of a little bit of a reflection of that. Like him, he never wanted to be at the damn winery. He like, you know, he made that clear, like, you know, in the uh, episodes in Next Generation, that that wasn't the life he wanted. Um, you, you know, so like he, he, he's better at other things. So I think they were kind of reflecting that. Yeah, like I was thinking of the line and I realized... It didn't occur in Picard, it occurred in Nemesis, which we watched after <laughs> after recording our last episode, so we're fresh on Picard. Yeah, the thing he kept trying to talk to his clone about was how the, the thing they had in common was looking to the stars and dreaming of the possibilities. Right. And then there's that, this season on Picard, like there was some other line about, yeah, space is for him. Absolutely. I, I, you know, it's funny. It, like we wa- we watched Nemesis, and that that is definitely one of my least favorite next gen movies. But I'm really glad we did because this definitely continued from there. Yeah. And there were, and I'm really glad we actually watched that. It actually this this made me enjoy Nemesis more, which <laughs> yeah. which is impressive. <laughs> I even loved even in the beginning the the music in the beginning. Um, oh, the yeah. uh, uh, Blue Skies yeah. singing. That's <laughs> yeah. the song that Data sang at uh, Riker and Troy's wedding. First Nemesis. Wedding. Yeah. yeah. Second wedding was on uh, Beta Z. After the movie. Yeah, yeah but that's non-canon. After the movie. Non-canon. Yet. Did not happen on screen. Didn't happen on screen. They might but have the, a flashback in Picard. Yeah, there we go. Everyone's yeah. naked. <laughs> oh, yeah. Costume department. They'll, they'll de-age Patrick Stewart and have him run around naked. So what... <laughs> So digitally, this is what that's what Evan. Remember the the, Beowulf movie when he's running around naked as a fully CGI man? That's what it'll look like. Nice. Okay, sign me up. Talking about other things that we all enjoyed seeing. What'd you guys think about seeing the Enterprise D again? It was a good three seconds. The weirdest little thing bothered me was that ten Ford was off center, and I'm like, shouldn't that be in the forward most section of the tenth deck on the sauce? And it was like kind of like 15 degrees off or something like that. But like. It was a dream. Stop it. I'm going to keep saying it, it was a dream. I um, did I didn't like the lighting. It was too JJ. On 10 forward. It it's was okay. it was dark. It, it, it Star Trek Generations had a lot of weird lighting. It was choices. very uh, didn't like those either. Yeah. <laughs> it was very stark in there too. I mean, it was yeah. like nothing was filled out. I think that was supposed Game to be Thrones? the whole dream thing. Like yeah. it was things that weren't that he weren't interested in or that he wasn't paying attention to weren't even there really. Yeah. Kind of thing. I like how in his dream, when he was having Earl Grey, he had it with milk, he had it with sugar. Which is and the first warning sign, really. But like, he, he never has it. It's always just normal Earl Grey by itself. Hot. And, oh, and yeah. then whenever he woke up and was having it later, he had Earl Grey caffeine-free. It's so like like in his dream, it's with decaf. tea, it's with sh- uh, milk and sugar, it's yeah. decaf. Yeah. So I don't know how many lights there were in that scene, but... There were five queens. What was that about? Why were there five Jesus queens? Christ. It's a dream. There's five queens of the Borg. Two have been revealed. The three, <laughs> three remain. The final three. The final three queens. The roll of five. I was looking at all those queens of hearts, and for a second I was like, how many one-off love interests have there been in the series? It's, there was oh. the archaeologist. There for, was for who? For Picard? Yeah. yeah. Okay, because Riker is a different story. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. Wait, what? Wait. Archaeologist. Huh? Vosh. Vosh. Vosh? Vosh the stampede. 
Wasn't that that the archaeologist's I name? I think so. I think so. Yeah. The daughter's name is Dosh. Dash. Yeah. Dodge. Dodge. Dodger. Doge. Doge. I don't remember. That's, that's, I'm sure we'll figure the out what the archaeologist con artist. There was. I remember that archaeologist. Oh, the the, the the woman on the planet with the flute. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. There Does was a, really the insurrection, ca- insurrection woman. Insurrection. Uh, flute. What about when he was playing uh, the rollout piano? They were in the turbo lifts. Not turbo lift. Jer- Jeffrey's tubes. Oh. He, he oh, was playing yeah. the flute, and the girls playing the piano. Yeah. 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 And they. Um. Yeah. That one that he. I don't know. He got rid of her at the yeah. end. And Data's <laughs> the fifth queen. Data's the fifth queen. Right. The Borg queen. Actually, that's. Oh, scene- what about um Deanna Troy's mom? <laughs> Was it Luxana Troy? There were so many little small things that I liked about the show that they didn't have to make a spectacle of. Um, Our cars. One thing that stood out to me was when Dodge was approaching him on the vineyard or, or chateau. Like, there was a barking pit bull on alert off a leash running toward her, and when it got to her, it didn't do anything. I'm like, that's a good thing to show. Yeah. Because you know there's people who go, oh, oh, here it is, that big mean dog, because they're all inherently evil and aggressive, right? Right, right. And then didn't. People are like, that's my dog. They like, they're waiting for the dog to jump up, and she just doesn't jump up. That was uh, P- uh, Patrick Stewart's dog, and he says, I'll do the show if you can have my dog in it. Because he's, he's really <laughs> big into uh, pit bulls. Yeah. He rescues tons. They're moving some of the stigma and everything. Just just before leaving the uh, the five queens, I will say that I don't think <laughs> we'll it, it wasn't it. a direct reference to this, but I reminded me. It's interesting that there's like a, some sort of message. I think there is a message in there that's like in Picard's dreams. Oh oh, I'll get back to that in a moment. But there, there's a, a message there in the uh, Next Generation episode, cause and effect, where they were caught in a time loop and they kept repeating where the Bozeman came through a time loop and the Enterprise hit and would blow up and then start over again. Mm-hmm. Data figured out how to send a message from one cycle of the loop to the other. And one of the ways he was doing it was at the poker game where he would, when he was shuffling the cards, he would, uh, he would dealt it out and was uh, dealing like uh, all threes to everybody. It was like a hand of four threes. There weren't five threes because he wasn't cheating back then like he does in the dream. But, um, you know, he used the card, the, the cards were the mechanism to get the message of the number three through, which then ended up being the pips on Riker's um, mm. collar. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, just a little <clears throat> reference that I think was not accidental, though I don't think it's a really, I don't think there's a real deep connection there. I also like how in the dream, uh, Data was wearing uh, the uniform from Nemesis. Because that was the last time he saw Data. It was whenever he was wearing that uniform. All the yeah, the Enterprise E era uniforms. Yeah, which was never on the Enterprise D. So that like that was like the last memory he has of Data, or the last time he saw him is still in his mind. And, like that's how he chooses to but see him. But then the other time dreams. they showed him, he was like prime Data. Yeah, because he was painting then. But whenever he's choosing to just spend time with him, it says the last time he saw Data. Mm. Could be a theory. I want the queen thing to be something. Those cards that did stand out. It was prominently featured. It, it, it was showing you that it was a dream. It, it actually there might be something to it. I'm, I'll get to it later on because something that happens a little bit later in the episode. What is it? Okay, you want me to just yeah. jump right there? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Data's daughter. So, uh, so they mentioned that the the painting that Data had made, mm-hmm. uh, they made the two copies of. Um, was painted and gifted to Picard in the year 2369. So 
Uh, looking at a few of the interesting things that happened in 2369. Nice. Um, now, some of these I don't think have anything to do with it, but it was an interesting year in Star Trek history. That's the year that they found Scotty at the Dyson Sphere. Uh-uh. Oh. And it's also the year that the... Card- canon? Yes. Okay. It's also the year that the Cardassians leave Bajor. Huh. Uh, it's the year Riker was duplicated, mm-hmm. and we get Tom Riker. It's also the year that Picard was captured and interrogated by the Cardassians in the uh, chain of command two-parter with the there are four lights was that year. And listen, Mm. I didn't want to read too much into it, but remember we were discussing there seemed to be a grouping of lights behind Picard like at all times. Yeah. Yeah. And then the card thing, what if he's in a dream right now? Well, the other thing was there was the episode where Data started having dreams. It was Birthright, another two-parter. And he started, I remember there was like, he was seeing like a crow flying around and some other things like that. And like, eventually it turns out that these were dreams of, uh, of Noonien Sung, who had been, that they had been put into data and had been activated at some point. It was part of, and it was kind of explained, I believe, as part of data's kind of, you know, achieving like more kind of a little bit more sentience and, and emotion and, and all of that yeah. is what triggered those to be released. So Picard I can, better not be sent is all I've got to say. Whenever the explosion happened, he it didn't wake up in a hospital. He woke up on his fault. bed. Yeah, that was weird. That's the kind of stuff they that have makes really people good say medical Final technology. Fantasy VIII, like Squall died. They have really good medical technology in the future. I guess. And they kept him asleep during it all and then just beamed him to his house? Yeah. You're just blown back a little bit. That is weird. So the whole the whole thing with like Speaking of skipping through the episode. Yeah. <laughs> so there there was two paintings and there was two dodges, guys. Isn't that oh, crazy? That's good. Talking to the tip of your microphone. Two paintings, two dodges, two datas because of data and lore. Right, right. Yeah, I thought that was interesting with they're always created in pairs and you got data and lore. Although, yeah, they weren't created in a pair, I don't think. I don't think so either. But Lore was first and then data. Before? Before was... It was a prototype. It didn't count. A thruple. It wasn't a viable, like, we did it, neural network type. Okay. Um, Something I wrote down, uh, Alien Boyfriend was the same species as the Disco Princess. Poe. AOC from uh, yeah. Discovery Season 2 and the short track. Yes. Okay. I, I, yeah. So they had the ability to reconstitute dilithium crystals or whatever, and they never gave the technology to the Federation in over 100 years. Yeah. yeah. As evidenced by uh, all the solar panels on the San Francisco Bridge. Oh, r- yes. yes. They have matter antimatter that reactors, bothers, but they need solar power. It still that bothers, bothers me. the shit out of me. It's now hard cannon. Like, you can't even just, like, leisurely walk across that thing as, like, a tourism thing. No, you just, it's just fucked. It's just covered in fucking panels. If you try to walk across it, you'd bake in the fucking sun. <laughs> like a fucking crunchy Florida lizard. You just fucking bake to fucking nothing. Whenever the Romulans beamed into the uh, room and killed the boyfriend, and they started speaking a language, one of them says, speak English. Yeah, because they wanted to hide that they're Romulan. That yeah. stood out to me, though. Yeah, I agree with that. That was really? stood out to me, and then because I watched the episode a couple times, and I'm like, okay, they said English because if they said speak Terran or something like that, you're like, oh, these are aliens. Yeah, well, I think it's because like in uh, remember in Call of Duty Modern Warfare when they say no Russian, it's like that. They don't like they're fa- they right. don't want people to know that they're like actually Russian, uh, aka Romulans. 
it was odd. It well, I'm not it, saying that they're like equivalent to real life. I'm just saying that it's just their way of saying, don't let anyone know that you're fucking Romulan. I just didn't like it because is it still English that they're using? Well, like Quinn said, you if you said else. if you said like Terran or, or Federation yeah. Common, it would sound weird. I think it was a writing pick, uh, choice, not a in canon. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah, point. But like, let's say it's translated in like Spanish. Are they going to change that to from English to like speak Spanish? Oh, yeah, sure. is, is English canon? In Star Trek? No, I think it'll say speak English because when we watch anime, they say like Japanese, and we're reading it. Yeah, but just like oh wait, yeah, Dan, actually in Discovery, they kind of established that everybody speaks their own language, even different like Earth languages on yeah. board the ship. And the Universal Translator is constantly yeah. translating for everybody because they had that one episode where the translator quit working and all of a sudden, you know, Owo oh, yeah. is like, <laughs> you know, speaking oh, some different language and other people. So maybe they actually were speaking English. Yeah. That, that would make the most sense considering that it wasn't translated for in the scene. Oh. Because they weren't yeah. on a ship. You know, I'll take it because... Um, uh, Star Trek in general isn't really good at fleshing out the lore of what's going on outside the ship in the world and the galactic, at, you know, at large. That's why I liked about Picard is it, it kind of did what Rogue One did and expanded world lore, should you lifestyle outside of the action. Yeah. Was it Boston they were at? Boston or Chicago? Yeah, Boston is where she was at with her boyfriend. On one of the uh, big skyscraper buildings, it had the Ferengi symbol on the side of it. Yes. Ooh. I'm like, yeah, that's I good. missed that. That's good. I missed yeah. it too. I don't even know what the Frankie symbol looks like. <laughs> like an ear, actually. Yeah. <laughs> looks like an but ear. But I'm interested well. to see how the Frankie uh, Federation has changed with Rom <laughs> as the leader of it. Rom and his more socialist ideals. Here's the thing I want to know. Is I wonder if they'll even touch on that. Discovery makes Klingons look really different, right? Are we going to see Worf in this? Yeah. Well, behind the scenes, yes. He's in. He's in it. You I, saw him briefly in the when they were interviewing Picard. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring that up. They had whenever they were talking about Picard, they had like three images flash by. One of them was him oh. standing next to Worf with other Klingons, and the next generation Klingons were there. Mm-hmm. Are they going to do the Discovery Klingons, or are they going to do? They have to do next gen. They have point, to do next they gen. They already showed it. Yeah. 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 I mean, they they have the explanation. They for can it. make them look the, a little nicer. Even Worf went through changes like over the course of series is to make him look better. Yeah. So talk I hope I hope Worf has a gray hair by the way. Cuz in Star Trek Online yeah. he has a full gray mane. Talking about uh Star Trek Online Discovery tie-ins. Uh when uh when Picard was asking uh the uh the doctor uh at the Daystrom Institute about uh making a basically a flesh and blood android mm-hmm. uh and she said that you know so oh, you know you could do that but you know a sentient one like you know that that's a thousand years away Uh-oh. think they're going to show up on discovery <sighs> season three? Oh my god of course <laughs> of course they are that's too on the nose for star trek to not do that <laughs> what oh no wow. well that it, Im- that implies a lack of technological collapse <clears throat> but oh. maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, Which probably. is definitely heavily implied in the season three trailer. And it's not really a thousand years away if she's in the first episode. There's a trailer. Plus, for it'd it? be more like seven hundred years. Yeah, away I know. Point. It doesn't quite. It doesn't quite. <laughs> there's, fit. A, there's a discovery. Did I see it? Yeah, I thought you saw it. What Remember season three trailer? Yeah, yeah, yeah she's yeah, running they on the like planet. Like Andorians running around with funky oh, face or right. with Mega yeah. Man they, they arms. Like kind of like Mega Man arms, like wrist blaster things. I forgot that. There's like a Cardassian running with one. So long ago, we were all so young. So the um, yeah, I wanted to talk about now that they're in the Daystrom Institute. Yeah. They mention is it Maddox? Is Maddox, Bruce Maddox. 
he was the guy in the internet was it Me- pirate the <laughs> no he was the uh <laughs> prosecutor on the measure of a man episode measure of a man he was the guy who actually wanted to take data and basically disassemble him and build yeah. a army of synths mm. and he's the guy that created the dosh and uh her sister it's phantom 2040s about that was that was a little weird like why are they created in pairs why is yeah uh, I thought that was dumb. The there's a twin cliche was really soap opera and I hated it at first, but as I thought about it, I'm like maybe it has something to do with that's required for making a neural net that's stable. Fractal neuronic cloning. I thought it was stupid. Fractal moronic yeah. cloning. Neuronic yeah. neurons. Yeah. Fractal neuronic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well if you have one, suddenly the neural net is like n- literal neurons. Yeah. And you can generate it, a whole If brain you have a them. single positronic memory brain cell from data, you can cr- recreate data entirely from that. So is that they're gonna bring data back? Actually essence, his essence. I've got right, Plato. Not him. That's what they said. She uh, emphasized that word. Yeah. I don't know that they're actually gonna go here, but my, my God, did it seem like they were setting this up? So, like, do you, you know, think Brent would do that? <sighs> Hold on, before you go with that, this guy just made a Plato reference as a zinger. Yeah, yeah I was, did. You're good, welcome. Big brain time. Yeah. Yeah. He said essence. That's the only Plato thing I know. <laughs> All right, go on. So, like, many times throughout uh, the next generation, data was referred to as Pinocchio. Mm. Uh, you know, the, the, he wanted to be a real boy. In fact, there was, uh, in the second episode of, uh, with Q in it, I think it was hide and Q, uh, the, is that really what it's called? Yeah. It, oh, there, the, the Q episode names were horrible. Yeah. I mean, it was like hide and Q, Q2, Q who, uh, Cupid. Oh no! You know, that uh, one's good. Yeah, that, that one sounds good. But uh, is he in this? Is show? that the one where he sleeps with Picard? I don't think he is. Jonathan Delancey. Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think he is. But in that in that uh, hide and I'm just ignoring that question yeah. there. Yeah. In the hide and cue uh, episode, that happened. Uh, he was he was giving uh, offering to give people on the ship the power of the cue. You know, this is what he's trying to tempt them. I see what they would yeah. take him. And, uh, you know, he did it with, with Riker because, like, I think Worf and Wesley got killed on the planet fighting weird pig creatures in Napoleonic outfits. And oh, yeah. Riker brought them back. And then when the Q was on, on the bridge, he did a thing. He gave Geordi sight. Uh, he turned Wesley into an adult. And he offered to turn Data. He said, turn to Data and said, you know, well, you, you want to be a, a, a human. Human, yeah. And data turned him down and wouldn't told wouldn't even accept it for a moment, because he and he said that he wanted to go through the journey. Mm. Uh, basically, he didn't want it just to be given to him. It, that w- he wanted to go through the journey. So this whole thing about data, the Pinocchio story, and all that has been going on since like first season of Next Generation. Oh, it's been coming out since um, Encountered Farpoint. Yeah, yeah. So I, I so I. I, I, it sounded a lot to me like like they're going to make a flesh and blood data. Quick question. Um, the pig, oh, no. Hold the on. pig people with... What? Hold on. We, I didn't want for that to sink in. Flesh and blood Maybe. data? Oh, I, I, no, I mean... Uh, 
I, I can't big, imagine that's it. they're going to do that, but boy, did they have a lot of things that seem to point at that. Yeah. I cannot tell you how much I don't want to hear this comment about the pig people and Napoleonic the era pig outfits. People I cannot Napoleon tell you outfits. how much I just want to move on. Were they on. the same species as that pig dude standing behind the reporter? No. no. Okay. I was just, I was really curious about that. Yeah, no. double no on that. Yeah. Also, I hated that fucking pig reporter guy. The Ugnot guy. I don't like how they're just introducing random alien species to Star I'm Trek. I'm fine with it. Like, we don't already have fucking a plethora of species you can pick from. Yeah, but... That being said... There's a lot of stars. They had a Other trill... Star Trek's did it. They had a trill journalist, which made me think, oh, shit, is Dax going to show up? No, oh, maybe. I think I asked that. I don't know if we have it on recording, but I remember that being a... Hey, is there going to be a Dax and Picard? And also, I think uh, the main journalist who's asking questions had a Bajoran nose. So does that mean that she joined the Federation or she's just a journalist on America? The Earth. <laughs> America, I mean. it's. Yeah. I didn't notice. She, she didn't look Bajoran. I wasn't watching. So it's a future and the Eiffel Tower is not levitating by like hover things in the oh middle of the city. So something I wanted to touch on was just letting uh, you guys know. we watched the intro to uh, Star Trek Picard. Showed for the first time today. Oh, yeah, the opening credits. The opening credits. And here's the official Orville Roddenberry's podcast, Watch It at Home and Play Along game. Count how many executive producers and co-executive producers there are. What was our best estimate? There are nine executive producers and six co-executive producers. And there were a few like set producers, costume producers and stuff. But we were going to go back those. and check, but we forgot. So that was a game that we like to we play on it. Star Trek Discovery also. Yes. That was what reminded me. Because as soon as I saw that, first of all, I don't like the intro. It doesn't I, it's look... It's okay. It's classy. It, it's all right. It's, it's, it's I basically hate, just a Discovery it's intro not, again. It's, it's not, just overly designed yeah. and yeah. just whatever. I don't get it's anything out of it. It's not strings and trumpets over a ship flying around. But, I will not right. settle for anything less than that. Um. Other than it's been a long, long time, time. <laughs> yeah, I sh- I'm proved wrong. It's it ships flying through space to country music, and we that, hated I'm that okay shit with. until halfway through the last season. And then they change it, and I'm like, all right, they change it. We're like, they changed it. Yeah, we got, <laughs> <laughs> we got upset that they changed it. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> It'd be like if they changed the intro on Hunter X Hunter or something. <laughs> We would have never been okay with that. <laughs> I remember th- uh, hearing about Star Trek Picard and going, oh, God, it's a fucking Kurtzman. It's going to be an action film. Real scared. It kind of was, it though. Was. It was, but I like how he was out of breath halfway up the stairs. Yes. Yeah. I like that. that. He got really his good. breath like back that. at that the top of the really stairs. That was really grounding. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, li- I like that. I, and I liked how she was just like kind of pushing him down and telling him to hide. Yeah. You know, that was... She X-Men jumped across the entire roof instead of just picking up a gun and shooting the dude. Yeah, she moved like a Tenno on Warframe. Why why didn't she just pick up a card and jump up to the roof? Or pick up a fucking gun and shoot the guy instead of jumping halfway across the building. My headcanon is that they're like... Force jump? It's it's fingerprint recognition, the guns, or there's some type of... They didn't stop her from doing it before in the apartment. That's true. I got proven wrong twice somehow, within two minutes. <laughs> also, also Halo plasma rifles. Let's just get that out of the fucking room. I don't first. like the way they sound. I don't like. I miss beams. Like they're like one to one the same design as the Halo plasma rifles. They're just black instead of purple. Mm. I also yeah. It's I don't. Okay with that. It I mean, sounds cool, like Star Wars. It doesn't sound like they're. <laughs> it's Star Trek sounds. Are have gone. they shown like? I mean, like what? What have Romulan weapons look like in the past? 
I mean, these are obviously oh. some Romulan splinter groups. The same as Klingon I, weapons, I right? I don't even remember what Romulan weapons look like. Disruptor? But, I mean, yeah, these are like, uh, you know, some splinter Romulan Borg groups. Of course, you're going to have like black site technology and stuff, so. <laughs> yeah, it's Talshiar. Mm. It's like, oh, why is this stuff mixed with Borg stuff? At uh, least on Star Trek Online, my dude. After that, uh, Picard was talking with Doctor Star Trek Online is not the best lore. Javadi? Javardi? Jabroni, yeah, Doctor Jabroni, Doctor Jabroni, Agnes Jabroni. Yeah, and they were they had before there, and when he was talking with her, and Evan p- poked me in the arm, and I, I looked at him and go, "What's up, Evan?" And he points at Dan, who was taking a nap, who fell asleep during Star Trek Picard. He saw zero days from Institute scenes. I saw, I saw the scenes. I saw some of them. <laughs> he had so, no clue. I, I knew. Well, I, I, I was excited about Maddox because that, that was one of my predictions. And that's where they talked about Maddox. Is that the word that woke you up? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Maddox. Oh, shit. I know that reference. I like how uh, Maddox was referenced on the episode Data's Day, where he's just writing. Like, the whole episode was him talking about, like, his journal and what I did today and everything. And he was talking to Maddox because every, like, he sends all of his, you know, diaries and whatnot to Maddox. Mm -hmm. So he continued the study and he learned everything. Yeah, he actually data. helped out Maddox and, and do his research without having to disassemble him. Yeah. You know? I thought that was nice. Good on him. Yeah. yeah. But it's interesting because it really ties into the whole thing with uh, the the fact that, like, you know, Maddox, you know, making the, um, I almost called her Lol. Dosh. Uh, Dosh, I almost called her Lol, the Data's daughter. Yeah. Uh, but making her based on Data's painting. And uh, all of that, I thought that was. They never showed that painting before, right? No, no, I don't okay, think so. yeah. no. Geez. Who? Yeah, who no, the they wrong... didn't. They didn't plan this out in the eighties. Yeah, I. Yeah, that would have been so good. I'm not entirely sure. Like, we found the... an actress who looks exactly like the painting. <laughs> the chosen one, Data's daughter plot. So far, eh, I mean, maybe it'll turn out to be cool later. One. It's just like, oh my god, you're like the lost daughter of my really good friend. Like that's it. We haven't heard chosen one yet. Yeah, but like, I don't know, just the fact that. 30 years ago, painted what exactly what she'll look like. Whoa. Well, no, it's that someone took that painting and made someone who looked like the painting. Yeah, I, I don't but think... they said that nobody looked at the painting. Well, that painting, but but uh, he had the one that was... Um, the, the Picard had the other one. There were the two so copies. So Maddox snuck into Picard's office at night in a ninja outfit, stared at that painting and went, da- I'm going to make a robot uh, I think that. data. I think Data probably shared the shared shared images it with of Maddox. it with Maddox because yeah. he was communicating with him. He like, okay. pulled out his phone, took a Snapchat, sent it to Maddox. Look what I did today. Okay. I yeah. keep picturing the eyepatch internet guy. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Maddox, yeah. yeah. Um, God, it's been so long since I've heard that term. Tell me who the Romulans living with Picard were. Loris and Jorvan? Loris and Doris. They were also like servants, which was a little weird. So they were explained. I didn't read the comic, but they were explained in the Picard comic that came out before uh, the Picard series. The comic also shows, Evan, talking to you, an Enterprise that came after E. Are you ready for this? Enterprise F? Uh, I don't remember, so I don't want to be wrong. No, not J. And it was Odyssey class. It looked very Odyssey class, which is from Star Trek Online. Yeah. Mm. So it's soft canon, I'll say, because it's in a comic and not just the video game. That was a pretty nice uh, mm. ship, the Odyssey class. I yeah, I didn't uh, for being as big as was that a Popeye the Sailor Man? What was that sound? <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of feedback. Me uh, from what? I have no idea. 
But yeah, I like the Odyssey class ship. And <laughs> if anyone listening at home has a theory on what that sound was, write us in at mm. yep. the Horrible Roddenberry's mm. podcast at gmail.com. That's real. That's that real. real. <laughs> 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 it's a real email, lads. The it's Orville real. Roddenberry's podcast at gmail.com. It's very long. Berries, very real. Berries. Wait, is it? Wait, is it the Orville Roddenberry's? The yeah. Orville Roddenberry's sure. podcast at gmail gmail dot com. T H E Orville Roddenberry. Wait, 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 no. Berries with B E R R I E S, not a Y S. Oh I-E-S. no! Yeah. Don't be it, dumb. Don't act dumb. It, why couldn't we just get like tour at gmail dot com? That wouldn't have been taken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Laris and Zaban. Or the Sad two Romulans. I was close. And the third, the third episode of uh, Countdown to Picard hasn't come out yet because they had some problem with the comic. <laughs> I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. They had to reshoot because, a lot of scenes, I guess. Yeah, yeah especially since it, the whole point of it was it was the background story to what we just watched. But it actually starts off with the two of them coming to Picard's vineyard. Isn't that how Firefly died? It was all presented out of order. They're yeah. talking about uh, making a new season of Firefly. Happen, dude. I know. Um, but they, so they, um, they, they were seeking out Picard, and I believe in the in in the storyline so far in the comic book, Picard's ended up captured by some Romulans and being held there on a planet. They're trying trying to escape. I think those two were supposed to be former Tal Shiar who end up disobeying their orders, and I think they help rescue Picard in the uh in the countdown comic and then you know since picard was the savior of romulans until the synth attack kind of ruined the rest of the fleet um you know i think they're that's why they're helping him uh one thing that just talking about that one thing that was i thought was kind of a curious number he talked about like the attempt to relocate 500 million Romulans. I said 900 million. That was a very low number. Or or even, say it was 900 million. Doesn't really matter. That's a really damn low number. I mean, because space elves, it makes sense. They have long lifespans. They don't screw as much. That's true. They might need similar to to, um, Vulcans. Well, in the, in the countdown comic, sorry. No, I don't think they do that. In the countdown comic, it's not just Romulus that's being destroyed by this. It's, it's multiple planets. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. The solar system, right? Yeah. And it's, well, it, they made it even seem like maybe even bigger, but whatever, there's a whole area of space that they were evacuating. It just didn't seem like very many, uh, for that, but whatever. I what think about was, the Remans where they encountered? You know what? It was bigger yes. because okay. yeah. it all was bigger because Hobus was a different system than the one Romulus was in. Oh yeah, it wasn't Romulus. Romulus. Also, star. do Romulans not have spaceships oh, okay. or something? Exactly. What? Well, that was the weirdest part to me. Like they don't have the ability to evacuate themselves. Oh, maybe they didn't have. I think it's the numbers. <clears throat> I think 900 the million numbers? couldn't be fit on Romulan ships. Yeah, I don't think they have enough ships to evacuate okay, every single person off the planet. So 900 million even couldn't with be transporters. <sighs> they don't. This isn't oh. the JJ universe. You can't just transport from one planet to another. Yeah, but you can very quickly go to a system outside of the supernova, teleport them off, and go back. Like, are you implying that the explosion of the supernova only moves at the speed of light max. What if you did? No, I'm saying you would have a lot of fucking advance notice for a goddamn supernova. And that they're faster. But they than didn't light believe ships. it. 
they didn't believe it. That was part. That was yeah. all part of the background story on that. Was that they they so left it they way too it? long. But well, well, because the star went supernova, it's like you, you know they to find when supernova started like squiggling around a bit. Well, no, when the when the star was squiggling around, they ignored it. Okay, and said like you know we we're going to debate this in in our Senate because the Romulans were all oh. about the Senate. Okay, so what caused Is them to believe in the warming? supernova? Yeah, but what caused them to believe in the supernova? The star then? exploding. So how did they have time to react to a star exploding? Because it you wasn't have seven minutes to react. Because it wasn't. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't their star. It wasn't. It was a star nearby. Like, okay. Like, okay. Yeah. Something fucky caused it to explode. Even then, that would give them like a year, right? Yeah. What? what whatever. They needed help. It should have given them like hundreds of millions. <laughs> yeah. True. Of years. I, I don't know yeah. why I'm getting all fucking specific about this dumb <laughs> so, shit. So <laughs> there was a, a short track. I was it Sisters of Children of Mars. Children Sisters of, Mars. of I, I never watched Aries. that. And I, I didn't you watch, watch that. It? No, I, I haven't watched any of the short tracks oh, for this season. Oh. Should um, watch it. I, I was listening to the last. If you want to hear a review, you can yeah. listen to the yeah. Orville Roddenberry's podcast at gmail.com's podcast called the Orville Roddenberry's podcast. Catch us on, on Spotify.fm and Spotify. I, I think, um, yeah, if you watch the episode, ask not what. Oh, ask not what your federation. federation can do for you. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a uh, that would be a good one to start with if you want to hear about that episode. Yeah, it's not what Federation can do for you. It's the Orville Roddenberry's podcast on Spotify. Like, you can either listen to an hour-long podcast about it or watch a four-minute episode. <laughs> <laughs> Which I one did you I chose do? to do the one-hour episode. I was okay. listening to it on the way here, and it was talking about uh, the attack on Mars, and that, like, it explains what that was because they didn't explain it in Picard. Like, I, w- I was right. watching Picard waiting for the explanation, and then it never came up. I'm like, oh, so there's a synth attack on Mars. Yeah. That's a really good test on are we doing a good job in delivering information? Yeah. Is that you were able to pick on, on what was going on just from a review of it. I and a lot of it we considered not even worth really talking about. <laughs> yeah. I just know that there was a synth attack on Mars on uh, what's the Planitia? Utopia Planitia. Utopia Planitia that crippled the Federation's fleet. We it, think. Their and facilities. Mars is pl- still yeah. on the fire. Facilities. Yeah. Mars is still on fire. That's dramatic. I yeah. liked that detail. It's still on fire? Yeah, they said that. They on said Picard, like the, yeah, they said like it ignited something atmosphere and Mars is still on fire to this day. All of Mars? That's what they said. I, I so. seem to say atmosphere. Oh, fuck. I think it's a baby star right now. Oh no. Yeah. So so like yeah, so what I wonder what the story is gonna be with the rogue synths. Yeah, they don't know why the synths did it, which leads me to believe is it like the Tal Shiar took control of the synths and did that, or is there some angry faction of Borg who did that? Because I mean I blame the Tal Shiar for everything, but it, I don't know why they would cripple because it, they saw was, the Federation's reaction to I think Romulus. it was domestic terrorism because what that attack on Mars did was cripple the fleet that was going to rescue Romulans. Oh, it was going to rescue Romulans? Yeah. Also, yeah. whenever the girl was giving a the interview to Picard, uh, and she said, like, a, uh, was a, not a majority of people, uh, a good number of people didn't want the resources to be, the Federation resources to be given to aiding the enemies. I'm like, wow. That's yeah. not very... That's strong language for Star Trek and yeah. Federation. Yeah. yeah. I guess which is why you said Star, it wasn't Starfleet anymore. <laughs> That's when we knew we were in the DS9 canon, not the yeah. next generation canon. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's leading me to believe that Section 31 is going to be a big part, and I swear to God, I hope Section 31 did not do the synth attack on Mars. Oh, oh, oh shit, they might have. I could thing, see that. 
Like, because that sure. it sounds exactly like them. Yeah, it sounds it like the super covert CIA. The it the and the big picture image. Yeah, yeah. I know that Ronald and it would tie into the Section Thirty One TV show that <laughs> yeah. might come Hot out. Damn, I don't think it will. <laughs> but Kurtzman is going to try everything he can to make sure it happens. So all in all. It's a pretty safe bet that the Romulan reclamation site dudes are just dudes that are so mad good. about the Speaking of, Armada not oof. saving them and want to get revenge on the Federation no, for pulling out. Deborging. Speaking factory. of Romulan well, Spock. Well, it looked like they were getting more like yeah, Borg that was technology. Weird Romulan Spock? Design. Yeah. He looked too much like Spock. He looked a lot like Spock. Oh, yeah, yeah. 100% Romulan Spock. And like, has that chick never seen a guy before? Or like, is that really his fancy? Because she was playing with the necklace. She like touched her hair. Oh, yeah, she was she's clearly like, into him. And yeah. it was almost too strong in that scene. Which might, yeah. It's super like. I mean, that's going to be the end. He's going to be like this, the seduction thingy. But I'm like. But I hope he says. This is what they that, showed in the season preview. I hope that it's a con. Like, I mean, obviously he's a con artist or has is an operative of something. Obviously. He's so roguish and charming. Yeah. And I hope that they say like he used Orion pheromones or something to. <laughs> to like get it in on extra her. yeah yeah just, just because case. that was very heavy yeah i that would help explain some of the overacting i think yeah oh interesting yeah also i thought allison uh chains pill, pill. allison pill did uh was great acting just the minor like whenever he showed her the necklace like her react he's like do you know what this yeah. is yeah, she, she was like good, good oh, subtlety oh. yeah she did subtlety very well in the mouth and then whenever she sat down like i wish this was the weekend and she just like you know like ugh. I liked the, I liked when uh, he asked her about making basically a flesh and blood uh, android and like how she like just she looked yeah. confused <laughs> for a moment, then kind of laughed, thought it was she funny. Laughed at him for forty minutes, and then the and then the uncomfortableness settled in on her. Yeah, of realizing, oh shit, he's actually serious, and both this kind of like the mix of like I've been laughing at him and he's serious, and the like why the fuck is he asking this question? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the whole oh, fuck it's Picard. Oh, fuck, he's... Oh, fuck. (laughs) In that historical context, like, hey, I want to learn to fly a plane but not how to take off or land. (laughs) (laughs) And she laughed like you laughed. Then she's like, oh, my God, he's serious. Oh, fuck. Were you... Even before the ban. Mars has already happened. What do you need to... (laughs) So I thought that acting was... That stood out, and then the acting of the Dasha's sister stood out, too, but in the exact opposite reason. Interesting. Yeah. I felt she. I felt it was okay until she started playing the straight-haired sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, different yeah, yeah. too. I don't know. It why. It seemed like a different actress, which is a good job. That's yeah, how you yeah. want to yeah. come across. So, how many, how many gold pips out of four would you give this rating, Dan, or give this pilot? Oh, I, I think I gotta go three and a half. Three and a half. So that's. Commander, lieutenant, so it's commander, three and a half. So three gold and one black. Yeah, I don't think that's a rank, but okay, yeah, I'll take know. it. Three gold, one black. I was gonna go two gold, one black. A good lieutenant commander. It yeah. was good. How about you, Evan? Ensign. <laughs> I, I was gonna say Cadet. like two, I was gonna say like oh, two point seven five out of four, something dumb like that. But what was uh? uh I'll, I'll just say two. That that makes sense. The non-enlisted O'Brien. He wasn't even... Oh, what was O'Brien's rank? Oh, my God. Well, Chief. 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 So, yeah. like, not enlisted, not even a pip, but it had a weird kind of, like... It reminds me of the Frankie symbol. He was enlisted, but he was, like, an enlisted officer. He wasn't, like, an officer officer. NCO, non-commissioned officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what did so, you say, Evan? No, no, I was, I was just going to say two out of four. Two. Okay, Lieutenant. Um, Don't you dare. 
Don't you dare I'm do it. Don't you dare do it. Don't you dare do it. Don't you dare say Admiral. Don't dare you dare. Don't say Admiral. Don't you dare you dare. It's literally five out of four. <laughs> comment on, no. Rear um, Fleet Admiral. Yeah, right. <laughs> Master Chief. Upper half. Is Master Chief? Yeah, I think I like. That's Army. Okay, I'm not oh, okay. scared to say four out of four captain, so I'm going to cowardly defer to the same as, uh, same as uh, Dan. What what's uh what are you holding back on, Dan? Oh no, I was what I was the black pip for. Oh, he's looking. Uh, he's looking. Oh, at what, the pips. oh what was Listen, I there? Were on? nine executive producers? They worked very hard on this episode <laughs> and six co-executives for a long Don't time. Forget. Picard, Jean, uh, um, um, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart was a hard sell on this. They tried to win him over, and they did it. God damn it! He's one of those executive producers. Brent Spiner didn't want to come back, and they saw how they're handling. He's like, okay, I'll do it for you, baby. I, I think Jonathan honestly, Frakes. I think the only thing that's holding me back is I want to see more of the story. Like it, it's kind of like I don't think there's anything wrong with this episode. I you just wish it was longer, like a two-hour. Yeah, special. yeah, yeah. I think that's what Ooh. Discovery did good is they had a two-episode starter. They had two uh, two oh, episodes yeah, yeah. same time. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Oh, and the, yeah, because there was a bit of a pause. Yeah, it was the battle when it continued. Yeah. The, they started with the Battle of the Binary Stars. The Battle of the Binary Stars. Battle of the Binary Stars. Falcon, hello. <laughs> and, <laughs> and i feel the the reason why this didn't get a full captain for me got lieutenant commander was because too much of the information had to be explained through either a comic or a short trek or like i i, I don't want to oh, have to read books yeah. yeah it wasn't self-contained I th- and i said the same thing about star wars uh the rise of skywalker i don't want to have to get the you know the big character book from fortnite that, yeah that, that, visual <laughs> dictionary and all of the kylo ren comic books yeah. and fortnite i don't i don't need a book to explain to me how the movie was i want everything self-enclosed into mm-hmm. one show this episode kind of it sets things up well enough like I thought that there, were, I didn't think that the chick would die. I didn't think Dasha was going to die in the first episode. Yeah, I didn't think so either. With that fucking the uh, acid, they like spit. double killed her. Yeah, I'm like, oh, and then brought her back. Yeah. But I'm like, kind of, uh, but yeah, yeah. So they, that part was good, but I don't like they didn't explain. I, I guess they will explain it further on into the series. I feel really bad for that Dasha, and I wish they didn't kill her off yeah, like I that know. just to give us a different one. I'm like, yeah, but the first one. Also, <laughs> she was born in <laughs> Seattle, and so was the uh, half Klingon, half human guy from Discovery. So that's just uh, the Patsy location to yeah. plant memories. <laughs> Everyone's like from it. Seattle. Yeah. So uh, it's all a haze for everyone. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, self-enclosed episodes i guess but i guess that the, the opposite could be well yeah but they're getting you hooked for this series so that you can you know they explain it more throughout well, i've got a good devil's advocate counter actually yeah go ahead you totally slam the book on this one is that i think it frees them up for better pacing if yeah smash yeah. so much information i thought this was well paced i thought i loved it i loved it that's why it felt like a movie yeah, I, I actually I, I agree with that. I agree with that completely. I thought it was well paced. That's that's why I got a bunch of pips. And the 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 only half I think it's a similar thought about. Um, it, like I said, it was it was wanting to see more, and it was a little bit of a a feeling of you know part of how they're keeping us hooked in is making things like this big mystery sort of a bit of a puzzle to solve which i really love i like that but it's also like they may be overdoing it just a bit much uh, we'll find out when when they when the we, as they reveal more and we find out what it is and how well does this puzzle actually fit together um it's kind of like it, i'm sort of like in the like i'll believe it when i see it 
yeah mode I'm gonna give it that pip. I'm gonna up. It's four pips for me. Don't you dare it. do it. Don't this you is, dare dog do it. This was the best Star Trek so far for me. This is really? peak Star Trek. I've I heard this is the it best Star Trek since Deep Space Nine. That's what everyone who has not watched Star Trek but it's did enough research to write the article. Everyone said. who hasn't watched Enterprise. Wait, is it? <laughs> That's probably a hundred percent true. You know, actually, I'll tell you one one thing that I I think I can pretty much definitively say. Say it. I think I know what you're going to say. This was the best premiere episode of a Star Trek series. Oh, God, yeah. That I have seen maybe ever. <laughs> because, um, you know, like I was, you, you know, the old the original series was already out. I, I was watching that in reruns to start with. I mean, Encounter at Farpoint had fucking space jellyfish in it. I remember watching that and like I was so excited about it. And I watched it. I'm like. Uh, okay, I'm 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 still excited about it. Uh, uh, <laughs> You're convincing you know, yourself, but like I, I was, <laughs> and like um, you know, they were always you know part of it was of course they've got Picard, they've got a character that we already know, so it's not like a whole bunch of you know when Deep Space Nine came out, it's like it was a bit of like like okay, who are all these people? Yeah, yeah. kind of feel about yeah. it, and they always kind of sometimes the premieres have often felt kind of weak. Mm-hmm. Um, the pacing's garbage because you have to introduce so many like yeah, yeah young the pacers. pacing was good in this yeah the yeah. pacing was good in this and I feel it benefits so much from being on the tailcoats of next generation we already know who half the characters are or are gonna be mm. and this wasn't so much as introducing the character and like who they're gonna be or whatnot it was reintroducing someone we already knew and showing how they've changed and where they're gonna go I felt it as an because all the Star Treks, they have to introduce the characters. Because being as episodic as it is, the characters are all that matters. Yeah. This introduced the story, and that character is so much better. And we had time to, for them to do it really well. Yep. I think that's the new trend is fewer characters. Because we all know who half the people on Discovery's bridge are. And I don't right. care who half they are. No. <laughs> like, when you think about Discovery, One of them's there's, a like, pilot? there's like four characters in 12. Discovery. Right. So I think that's the trend. Don't overload them with characters. I miss yeah, Daft Punk which, so which much. Is, what's interesting about that is when you would watch like the old uh, like Next Generation episodes and that, mm. that like you could tell that like it was like it, they must have been contractually obligated to have every actor, every primary yeah. actor in every episode because yeah. they would be there. They would if even if they're just shoehorned in for one scene or what whatever. It's, Wordless reaction shots to everything. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were they were there all the time, so they were kind of always forced to have all those characters. They were good characters. I liked it. I'm, I'm not complaining about Next Generation or, or Deep Space Nine or you know even like even Voyager. I, I was my favorite when it first came out, but it grew on me over the years. Yeah, it did. Um, so I'm not I'm not I'm not somebody who's like totally negative on like a lot of Star Trek. I like Discovery. I I, I like it all, but this one. <laughs> this I'm sorry. One, what <laughs> you heard me? Um, but I, this was a this was a strong start. I liked it. I wanted to say something. Uh, I was enjoying it as uh, Picard until the intro happened, and then I saw that, and it just all of these like PTSD memories of Star Trek Discovery ran in my mind. Mm-hmm. And then it went from that intro to Data and Picard at the vineyard, and they were both painting. And I saw the uniforms, and I go. Oh man! They brought you back. This is the closest thing I'm gonna ever have to seeing new Next Generation episodes. Yep. Uh, the Orville. Okay, but like literally, like <laughs> name brand, name yeah, brand yeah, Next yeah. Generation, name brand for sure. Yeah. But in terms of tone, <laughs> yeah. But like I saw, I saw Picard in his uniform. I saw Data in his uniform. And I go, okay, I think I can get into this. Yeah. Before the end of this episode, guys, I need to let Evan know that uh, 
the bad news. Obi-Wan, uh, the show, that originally was going to be a feature film. They're like, we're going to extend the story out to make a show of it. And we love the Mandalorian, so it's like, Obi-Wan's going to be good, right? I'm sorry, it was delayed indefinitely. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Darth Maul show. It was Fuck supposed, yeah. It was supposed to take place eight years after Revenge of the Sith, and it would be Ugh. like him probably helping Luke, maybe Leia. Ugh. But, uh, yeah, the crew of the show was told that the show would be down indefinitely because Kathleen Kennedy, 66, was not happy with the scripts. <laughs> um, they want to make sure they get the writing right, you know. They don't want to move forward with, like, an, uh, let's see if it floats. You know, they mm. want to be sure about this. And I hear Lucasfilm is looking to replace the writer for it, um, Hossein Amini. Creative differences? I looked him up. I'm like, what's he been into? He is, the stuff I on his list that I have heard of personally was 47 Ronin, Snow White and the Huntsman, and Drive. I mean, Drive was That's quite. <laughs> <laughs> all three of those are by the same guy. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the weird part, I guess. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, I can writer, see, not okay. director. So the I can see Huntsman and Forty Seven Ronin being the same guy, but Drive. <laughs> I can see Drive and Forty Seven Ronin. The Huntsman. It, it was kind of good, wasn't it? I don't remember. I don't think I, I saw think, it. I saw it. I liked it. I can't say it was you know Kino, but yeah. it was an enjoyable fantasy romp. It also, wasn't. It wasn't we, trying to be fucking art. <laughs> if we ever see the show. If it ever comes out, um, speaking of, I wish there was more of it, they're scaling the series back from six episodes, which is low, mm. to four. Ooh, oh God. It's going to be a mini series. It's a, it's a micro yeah. series. Yeah. A nano really? series. Right. Four wow. season, or four episode season, I assume. Wow. That's like a long movie. That's not super like unheard of, though. Whenever you create a new show... Like the uh, network will pay for a package of a certain number of episodes. It's usually like yeah. 13 or something, but it could be smaller. And they're just going to see, is this good? Is there interest? Will it get viewers? And then they'll start buying larger packages. So if I was Star Wars, I would keep these packages fucking small, to be honest. I don't think Kathleen Kennedy 66 is making a bad choice right now. Yeah. Along the lines of this, I recently started reading Star Wars Obi-Wan Legacy. It's in between episodes three and four. Is it Short, canon? Sh- uh, it used to be. Okay, it used to be. Okay, yeah. I was wondering if it's Disney canon. It, it used to be Disney canon, and it starts off. It has great tone. It has great like descriptive language. Where like you like close your eyes. Like I read the first the preface, and then I closed my eyes and I imagined it. I'm like, I could see this. This looks great. Yeah. And just like just the first few chapters of it, I'm like, if this is if the show just takes this book and does it. It's gonna be amazing. Mm. It fucking won't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they won't do that. No, because no. this book specifically was said it's not canon and it was pushed off the table. So I'm like, God damn it! Womp womp. There is one final thing I want to say about Picard. Um, like, u- like ultimately the first episode, like the the concept was like, okay, the synth stuff, it's kind of cool, but like you know, whatever. But like, when I saw that season preview, I started to think, oh, this this could be pretty good. But when I saw Samurai Jack was going to be in the show, I was I was pumped. I can't wait for there to be a samurai on a spaceship. I'm so excited because that's, what a weeb I am. That's unironically <laughs> the thing I'm most excited for, <laughs> some guy running around a spaceship with a katana. Uh, Star Trek 2009, was it? S- Sulu, yeah, Sulu had yeah. a sword that folded out from his like chest or something. literally a katana, yeah. Yeah, that was a katana. Mm-hmm. So this guy had some straight sword, but is he Vulcan or Romulan? I can't wait to find out. What's the difference? He looks too clean to be Romulan because they do have like ridges. But he looks too samurai and angry to be Vulcan. Angry? I don't know. I say angry. I don't yeah. know. He Aggressive. looks so meditative and balanced, though. 
Is or is that us projecting our images? Yeah, we're of, all projecting onto these. Is there yeah. biological differences between Vulcans and Romulans, or is it purely cultural? I think there is some physiological difference, but they're more alike than different. Yeah. Okay. Like, they were definitely the same species a while back, and yeah. then different planets. So the whole, like, emotion suppression thing is more of a cultural thing than anything. Yeah. They, yeah. they they were the, you know, the, the Romulans actually were originally on Vulcan. Yeah, yeah. And left and settled it, so they were... Do we want to do any speculation about the season now that we saw the this season on Picard? Speaking of... Okay. Oh, yeah. The yes. ship. The ship. <laughs> Bird of Prey. <laughs> when we all first watched the season preview, we thought that that like, classic Bird of Prey, like the green saucer shit, was going to be their spaceship. And, I mean, of course it isn't, but for a second, we thought they were going to be riding around in a classic Bird of Prey. I didn't get a good look at the ship, but it was very like generic... Well, it didn't cool very angular, it didn't look Star weird. Trek at all, it to be honest. No, it, it didn't look like Star every Trek. video game that's come out. It really yeah. reminded me of like some of the ships from Mass Effect. Like yeah, the weird yeah. Like Guardians of the Galaxy even. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm really curious about what that old um uh, uh yeah, bird, bird of prey. But with is the new board stuff. It looked yeah, it Borgified, which Borgified. Is, yeah. That's which, Romulan stuff. Yeah, and that was with the Borg. Yeah, yeah. That that's I yeah. keep thinking about the Borg were like designed to grab entire civilizations off of the planet all in one go. Scoop that seems up. perfect. Like for, literally Brainiac from Superman. Yeah. It seems perfect for getting like the Romulan mass exodus off their planet before the Star Wars. Oh, supernova. you know what's really something huh. that that's really interesting that it, that, that brings up um, the in the in the original uh, ser- old series, the, the uh, Balance of Terror episode with the Romulan with the the. Romulan Warbird, the Romulans were attacking Federation outposts on the neutral zone. They were just like, just blasting the whole well, colony right. it has a super weapon. with a super weapon, like in, in one shot type thing. In Next Generation, when they had the Romulans, because at that point in the first season of Next Generation, they were really mirroring uh, a lot of old episodes, yeah. you know, just to bring in, bring in, it was fan service type yeah. stuff. Hell like that yeah. one episode where everyone gets you know, drunk from the virus again. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. the uh, Amok Now instead of Amok Time. Mm. I'm saying that word really weird. Like I can't Amok. say it right. Amok time, whatever. whatever and it, it wasn't is. even Amok. that. You know, the problem Amok is sauce. the problem is it was the naked time, and then it was the naked now. <laughs> anyway, okay. Amok time was uh, Spock getting it on with uh, a chick on Vulcan. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Anyway, uh, in the Next Generation one, where they first introduced the Romulans, they had this thing where along the Romulan border, they went out, and there was a uh, there were planets. And there were entire cities just scooped out, gone on the planet. And they even beamed down to it. And it was like the roads going to the city just ends. And there's a gigantic crater there. Mm. And they were what they were assuming it was the Romulans were up to something. I believe when they talked to the Romulans, like the Romulans basically were saying they've had the same thing happen on their side. They, you know, they certainly they weren't they, the Romulans weren't behind it. And there was really no explanation given to what was going on in there. It very clearly seemed like it was the Borg when they first introduced the Borg in in Next Generation, but they never tied it in there because the Borg weren't anywhere near them at the time. Hmm. But it seemed very much, it, it was very like Borgish type thing and involving the Romulans. So that's really kind of interesting. What did it end up being? I, I remember that as being the Borg introduction. 
Because the Borg introduction the, was when Q, Q threw him across the galaxy. But after that, didn't they see stuff start uh, going missing and then it turns out, oh, it's probably me, the Borg. Let me see. I may have my episode ordering incorrect, but uh, I'm going to see what I can find out be, really yeah. quick. And along the same lines of that, uh, recently Picard was, uh, Patrick Stewart was on The View and uh, Whoopi Goldberg is on The View and he officially asked her to be on uh, Picard season two. And he needed her the, the contract right there in front of the world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. On. Yeah, but I yeah, that's all just fan service, which I love. But it's talking about so she's going to be in part in season two. Yeah. Do you think that? Well, with her background with the Borg, her civilization was just it was one of them that was scooped up and oh, taken yeah. away, and everyone was assimilated. And she has powers kind of equivalent with Q. She at least yeah, they made it look like she was. She could stand toe to toe with him. Yeah, and he's kind of like Jean like, Grey or something. She's something. Kind of. They never say what it is, but they imply that her species is very long lived, um, very far traveled because she saw the Borg hmm. and isn't afraid of a Q and is um aware of what they can do. And there was an episode on the Next Generation where like they had went back in time. Uh, Data was back in time in I think the Cowboy time or like Victoria era. And, like, he was trying to recreate a machine to, like, whatever, to get back in... Time's Arrow? Was that that one? Yeah, and she was, yeah, yeah. like, was she... She was there on Earth alive in that time. It wasn't time travel for her to get there. Yeah. She was hanging oh. out with Mark Twain. Uh, <laughs> As you do. I, I'm just saying. Yeah. She was hanging out with Mark Twain. Pretty cool guy. That was uh, episode Time's Arrow, two-parter, uh, otherwise known as Data's Head. Because, uh, that's what we always called it. Because, you know, the old Spock's brain. And that Spock's was the brain, one where, yeah. one of the ones where Data, they found Data's Head. Oh, that's they, right. That, that was very much like Nemesis. They go, they go and they, on Earth, <clears throat> in that episode, on Earth, somebody doing some archaeological research digs up Data's Head. Is that the cold open? Yeah. That's a good cold open. Yeah. Okay. Also, I wanted to talk about... Uh, so, yeah. So, she's she has well-established powers mm-hmm. in the show. Not well-established, but they have established that she's got powers. Yeah. yeah that she, Q was scared of her. Q was scared of her. Like, he was gonna, she's got powers. That's well She did, like, finger lightning or threat. Like, she was having her fingers like she was going to do it. Yeah. yeah. She, she was about to force lightning Q. <laughs> she's Sith. <laughs> she implored him to kill her because she is all of the Sith. So she's going to be in season two. Do you think they're going to bring Q in? No, because Guinan also has a connection to the Borg. Yeah, I think that's going to be an interesting uh, take between them. Uh, I was going somewhere with this. I forgot where I was going to go. Do you think that... Oh, what's her name? Um, Troy, the actress. Marina Sirtis. She was on. She was tweeting recently, and she said that she was on set for uh, the for Picard, and she goes, it, they were having such a, like, everyone was joking and laughing, having such a great time, which she talked about, that's what the Next Generation cast was like. Everyone was, like, literally, in between, as soon as they go action, they had to stop laughing and then get serious because it was, a, it was a party. And she was on Picard season one, and she said that the peop- the crew that was working there were like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Is this what it was like in the Next Generation? And she says, oh, yeah, and it's going to be like this from now on, too. So, she said, it is now and brought out the cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad to hear that like the, that tone is being kept. Like I hated that. Good chemistry. Yeah, the chemistry and like everyone's having fun. I hate to hear that in Deep Space Nine, it was very like oppressive and like no, like you, I, I don't remember if they talked about it in the movie. Matches the tone of the show. <laughs> That's yeah, true. they also handled some heavy things. Yeah. There was no space jellyfish. But uh, as they're adding more... <laughs> 
as they're adding more and more cast members from Next Generation onto this. I know Michael Dorn is in it. He's either secret in season one or in part two. Yeah. But uh, I wonder, are they going to have Wesley on it? And it, well, I mean, probably not. He's he's on the after show. Yeah, he could he could theoretically make an appearance. But yeah, he's. Are they going to have? How about that episode, guys? That was my favorite. <laughs> Smiles the camera. Are they going to have Beverly? Is it just going to be? Is it out? Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen any. Is it worth watching? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Do you, did you like the Talking Dead? Because it's probably going to be. I'll tell you one oh, thing. We're worth listening to. That's yeah. right. More than hey. Will Whedon. <laughs> But I would love to have an online interview with him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, I, I imagine he has great behind the scenes knowledge and like relationships with uh, the people and the cast in the show. Oh, yeah. And I'd love to have, you know, his perspective on it. But uh, just to. Oh, go ahead. I'd love to also have viewers <laughs> and listeners. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just I keep on forgetting that the show isn't just going to be a one off miniseries. Like it's just like yeah. like just oh, the, the huh. title of it. Like Star Trek Picard sounds like a miniseries. Yeah, but then there's like a season two mm-hmm. and possible sounds season like three. Four yeah. episode Obi-Wan yeah. type shit. Exactly. <laughs> four episodes. The title is a bit weird and I'll never get over it. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's enjoyable so far. So I'm, I'm excited to see what other cast members get. Oh, like, shit. Wait, yeah. what? We never went over Dan's predictions. Yeah, I, oh. I was gonna, I was getting into this. Well, hey, okay, go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see. All right, this is gonna be long episode. Strap in, lads. Oh fuck me! <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna take oh, even longer oh, to edit. Do not, do not edit that out. That was that was gold. <laughs> that was Quinn strapping himself in, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm excited to see what other cast members from Next Generation or Voyager, you know. Uh, just hopefully not Enterprise. No. We don't need to Neelix? Force. No, like Tuvix. I don't want forced cameos. Well, no, the, I, yeah, I don't want forced cameos, Tuvix. but a lot of the characters, like, of course. <laughs> Listen, Tuvix. Seven Tuvix. is pushing it, but Seven with Borg kind of makes. How could you not? Yeah, yeah, you literally have to have her because she's Borg. Has she's your voice always been like that? Mine? No, Seven. Oh, Seven. On the preview, she's like, what are you doing here, Picard? Well, she's an action hero now, and she dual wields guns in both hands. That's true. Yeah, she's Sarah Connor. Yeah, exactly. Hey, do you think Jordy will make a cameo? I you know why so? I think no? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. Why huh? not? He was on Mars during that attack. Oh, was yeah, he? Yeah, in the comic book, he's on Mars. Oh, but that means he's totally going to survive. <sighs> it's still on fire to this day. Like he's going to be a prisoner or something. A prisoner of what? Uh, I think war. Prisoner of the sense. <laughs> Who uh, would have taken him? I think it's like if, he, yeah, Warf or Jordy and okay. Uh, I Dana, don't want Jordy to be dead. Jordy so and let's Dana not even were talk about like this best right friends. Now. You know what? I've got it. The sense killed. If Jordy was alive, he would have been in this episode. He's in a transporter like, buffer. In all right. good things, isn't Jordy the one that comes to the the vineyard? Why couldn't they do that with yes. the nine hundred million <laughs> Romulans? Stop because it's yeah. Wait, if Jordy was dead, wouldn't fucking shit. Picard be like, "Oh, my best friend died that day," and not Data? Yeah, like, yeah he would have mentioned. Like he would have mentioned Jordy dying. Jordy right? wasn't Picard's best friend. Okay, maybe not best yeah, friend, best but like dude. they were they were acquaintances. They were buds. They were co-workers. They were blind buds. Navigator. No, they were good. Buds. They were buds. Blind not quite. Um, O'Brien and who is the doctor? Bashir. 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 Yeah, those were oh, <laughs> those romance. crossed the line. Well, that was more of a dependency they spent thing. A lot of Without a Bashir, all those kayaking acts. They spent a lot of time in the hollow suites together. <laughs> uh, Way too much time. So, so just uh, so much water, so wet. A point. <laughs> a point of clarification uh, on the uh, when we talked about with the Romulan things with the in, in the next generation. 
That was the final episode of season one, The Neutral Zone. The Borg were introduced in the 16th episode of season two, uh-huh. Q-Who. So that actually took place beforehand. By a lot. From what I saw, the out-of-universe out of explanation is that they were actually going to introduce the Borg uh, earlier, but they had there was a writer's uh, strike that went on. <laughs> and that's why that actually explains a lot of the start of season two of Star Trek, because it was kind of it, it was a bit weird. Um, was season two the one without Beverly Crusher? Yes. Oh. Season two is fucking weird, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did he have the beard yet? Riker? I don't, I don't know. think so. I don't think so. I, I think that, that came later. later. Three, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. So we, we mentioned the predictions. Mm-hmm. So I, I had made seven predictions shortly before uh, 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 the episode. I uh, got them out on Wednesday, I think it was. And uh, Follow um, the Orville Roddenberry's podcast on Facebook. Okay. So out of the seven, I think I will say one got shot down. Two are yet to what, be confirmed. What was the first one on your not, list? Okay, the first one was the Federation or Starfleet started building synths to use in dangerous situations or as slave labor, basically. That is what Maddox wanted to use data for in the measure of a man and talked about how he kept in contact with them and all of that. That that was pretty much straight up. They, they built a whole bunch of Maddox in particular, built a whole bunch of synths. So it. I'm giving myself a check for that one. Yeah. Then I said the, uh, the synth attack it's something like the background to Blade Runner. They revolt, launch attacks, and are eventually outlawed by the Federation. I mean, I fully expect that we're going to hear some sense talk about seeing ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion and sea beams glittering in the darkness at the Tannhauser Gate. Just, just saying. He practiced that, that well line. Done, he practiced that line. He practiced yeah. it, guys. He memorized that before he came here. <laughs> Um, Probably years before he one, came here. One that Maybe I, even seconds. <laughs> I don't know what the audio is going to be like, so let's give him finger snaps instead. W- one that... Uh, I'm clapping really far away from it. One that is like halfway, I didn't give myself a full check for it yet, was the F8 synth. Uh, fate. Were they the yeah, fate, fate synth. And others are either... They're either deactivated after they were outlawed or secretly illegally produced ones that they've got that someone's making. Chinese they, knockoff they, synth. They, they, yeah, we'll give it yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, now, I did think that the disassembled Android was actually going to be sort of data. I thought it was going to be that data's memory implant into B4 was going to have worked, but then they actually disassembled data when the Androids were outlawed. Missed that one. It, it was B4. It was B4. Never. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, womp, no finger womp, snaps. Womp. Yeah, no finger snaps there. No, no, um, no. And then in the... Number five was in the Children of Mars. The teacher was talking about supernovas. It's really hard to hear in the background, but mm-hmm. if you listen, she's talking about supernovas. And that was either because the Hoba supernova is either active or recent history during the time of the synth attack on Mars. It was active. They were in the middle of the evacuation when the synths attacked Mars. Mm-hmm. So got that one. Well, we don't know how, how long ago was the synth attack? It, it one uh, million light years. It, it was. Uh, they they actually give the 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 exact years. start date. Okay. Yeah. Um. I forget. It's like fifteen years ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. In the count number six, not confirmed yet, but this is in the countdown to Picard comic. Geordi is on Mars. I predict Geordi's dead and died on the attack on Mars. We'll see. We think. I feel yeah. like they would have mentioned that. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. I mean, we'll I hope see. he is. We'll see. Um. And they then have to address him eventually. Number seven was the outlawing of synths and disassembly of, well, I said of data. 
uh, but the outlawing of sense and disassembly of data is why Picard left Starfleet. Yeah, you nailed yeah, it. Yeah. So that was a that was a that was a perfect four out of seven. Good job. That's nice. <laughs> four out of seven pips. Yes. Four. What are we doing? What are you doing there, Evan? <laughs> He's wiggling his jiggle bits. Um, I couldn't hear anything. So, uh-huh. uh, one thing I want to talk about, it's kind of, it's not big. Whenever they were doing the, uh, what's the word? What did they do with Romulus? What's the word? Destroyed what's it. The word? They, Blast what's it. The word? they helped get people out of it. Evacuated it. They evacuated it. How come they didn't just have ships next to each other, like an emergency bucket line, beaming oh. people from one ship to the other, all the way down, down, How and down, down? How far do you think they could take that? They, they've beamed within the solar system. Yeah. In real yeah. Star Trek? Yeah. 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 So oh, that wouldn't quite cut it. If an and extrastellar um, supernova is what's going to wipe you out. And also, if you have... Yeah, it would. It's faster than light, my dude. If you could put people into the teleporter buffer system, couldn't you have a ship full of a bunch of buffer systems all hooked up to power and with one energy teleporter coffins. just beam up? Yeah, energy <laughs> coffins. Ooh. Beam them up, put them in a buffer. Beam them up, put them in a buffer. Just like mass. Like that'd be a cool plot device. If someone's holding like a little glowy neon orange see-through. All stick, of the souls of Romulus. Like, On this isolinear chip is every Rom, every last Romulan. And then he cracks it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so and then so, the samurai runs at him with his katana and gets shot down. In, Before in, he can <laughs> cut him, the guy beams away. It's a clearly a Section 31 transporter pattern. Oh, oh yeah, baby. In, in the opening <laughs> credits for Picard, one of the things they have on the graphics are these like um, things that look, it looks like two of them look like hex, uh, 12-sided die with the like mm-hmm. uh, uh, hexagonal or, or five-sided Faces, mm. I guess it is. Help our viewers at home with this. Uh, it's oh. like a die, but slightly jaggier. Yeah, I mean, I if our viewers don't know what a twelve-sided die is, they're they're not our viewers. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, like, is, yeah. yeah, if you don't know what that is, you must know by now. This is not your podcast. Yeah, yeah. And so, in in one of the it's like a low poly flying saucer. In one of the old <laughs> original episodes, there were people that were from the Andromeda galaxy that uh, got stuck on a planet, and they were and they were part of like the the first like cedars of, of life in the galaxy, and they were like wanting to get back, but they, that they, job. they like lost their <laughs> a you know cedar of the galaxy. Japan has something set up for you for, like that for oh, whatever they they had. Oh. They didn't have their ship anymore, so they were going to steal the Enterprise to get get back. Classic. But, you know, obviously, like, it was going to be, like, a long journey, and, like, people wouldn't survive. And they were shrinking people down to these little cubes that were these little... When I saw it in the opening credits, I thought, oh, that reminds me of the little, not cubes, but little five, 12-sided die things that they were shrinking people down to. And they made a big deal about this is that, you know, all of that person's essence. And I've got it right here. And like, he crushes one of them to, you know, show that they could just, you know, get rid of people that way. But they were going to shrink down the people to little cubes so they could evacuate them all or well, so they could store them all for the journey. Anyway, don't they have like actual shrinking in Star Trek too? Like with the defiant and stuff. Oh God. Yeah. The defiant was so small. It could fly into a computer console. Yeah. Or something wow. like that. There are some weird episodes. Yeah. Deep Space Nine what does was, not deserve the recognition title that it has. What was the Star Trek movie? Uh, the Genesis Machine? The, or the Project Genesis? The Genesis device. Can, Wrath of Khan? Can they use that on Mars? 
uh, it, has it, to stop it would just burn first. again. Well, it never. It actually never worked because they used proto matter in it, and that was unstable. And that's Kirk's son cheated at this shit, uh, much like Kirk's dad. You know what is stable? Red matter. Is it though? And red matter is canon, I mean, by the way. The the Genesis planet destroyed itself like one movie later. Hey, why don't they just go back in time and evacuate people like that? <laughs> yeah, go back in time it's and just evacuate. like spin around the sun once, right? Oh shit, dude, stop! <laughs> Literally, yeah, okay. I mean, I guess like the you don't even time need red police matter. will run after you or something, but like just need a warp drive. Isn't time travel common knowledge? It was. It was in the original series, and then the fucking temporal like prime directive. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Temporal Prime Directive. Yep. That's uh, Enterprise and Voyager. It means you just have to take it. Okay. In yeah. Generations, whenever the Enterprise D crashed. Why didn't they just Spot pick up the planet alive. and move it somewhere else? Oh, shit. Spot was alive on Generations. Oh. O- only the Tholians have that ability. Why don't they just hire the Tholians? Because they're very grumpy. Yeah. Okay, well, give them a cake. Give oh. them two cakes. No, they're very hot. That's our show. Give them Thanks a nice for watching. Tea. Thanks <laughs>